Characters Here podcast. I am your host, Arthur and artist, Sharday. On this show, we talk about our goals and dreams and becoming our better selves. You'll be inspired by incredible interviews and motivated by success stories. And the best part is you'll be a part of the community. Yes, you can be a character too. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at SLF underscore entertainment. And for more information, visit charactersheres.com. Hello, everybody. This is Charday on Characters Here Podcast, and I am back with artist Mr. Dominique T. Rambo. Go ahead, shoot the shot. <laughs> hey, what's going on? You can follow me on Facebook, Dominique L. Turner Rambo, Instagram, DLC2013, and Twitter at Rose Tweeted the D. So, this is our next topic. It is about depression. Uh, we both have experienced depression. I'm pretty sure just about everybody around our age has, if not are going to, or maybe you're older and you have experienced it. But a lot of times we really don't talk about it because it's mostly frowned upon. When you hear things like the word depression, it automatically makes you like in a negative space or feel bad and wants to invo- avoid it completely. But we're just going to just freestyle a little bit and I guess start off by talking about our own situations with depression yeah you want to start off first well i mean honestly i can't i think i probably experienced mine maybe probably like two years a little bit fresh out of uh out of high school and that was more like i think sometimes from middle school probably from middle school to high school depending on who what you may or may not go through reality doesn't necessarily kick in until when you're out you know maybe college and stuff like that because that's you know, you're away from your parents and stuff, so you experience things just a little bit more different based off of what you would when you were in high school, you know, because back then that was more like, all right, that old girl don't like me, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> just like, you know, or uh, I failed this class, probably gonna get my ass whooped. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, like that. But, you know, it's weird because then it's, you step out, you step out of high school, and then it's just like, you might have friends that you've been known for seven years, and then seven years turns into <laughs> no years. Like, <laughs> they gone. Like, yeah. you know, there's betrayal that happens with friendships, and folks that you thought it may have been down ain't necessarily down. You find about certain things that happen in your own household mm-hmm. right in front of your face that you would have never known. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's harder. It's even harder because we're not communicating. We're not good with receiving information because we get upset because yeah. we care about our people, the people in our lives so much. And then a lot of times we we don't know what to say either. So we have to choose mm. choose our words very carefully, you know, about what we say to others. That's so true. I feel you on the part about, you know, the words to say. Because I felt like even when I was going through my depression, saying the word depressed or even telling even tell my parents that I was depressed that is just because so many times you know when I would hear about other family members being depressed it was like major depression terrible that person is crazy mm-hmm. that's what I thought depression was just a crazy person but after I went through it and recognized what it was was I able to understand that everybody goes through it it's just a lot of people don't sit to take the time to realize that it was a depression that they went through. I mean, we even talk about when it comes to, you know, 
the way money is handled in each country or even in America, like we went through a major depression. <laughs> like yeah. it's like recession, depression, all that type of stuff. But it's stuff that's going to happen in life. And I thought I could completely avoid it. Being that I came from a great childhood and I had great parents that taught me well. Being on my own for the first time in college, my first year was a success. Like I did great. I had eight AM classes, made straight A's, made the Dean's list. I was like this easy. This is a piece of cake. <laughs> yeah. But then, oh my goodness, I got to a point where I was like, I'm not doing any of this for myself. I'm actually doing it for other people. It's nothing wrong with doing it for other people as long as you also are doing it for yourself. But I really wasn't. I was not happy with what I was majoring in. And it really, really got me down. Like, I was, <laughs> I was literally sitting on the couch. Like... <laughs> Not doing anything, wow. not going to work. I would go to my classes. Sometimes I wouldn't, but I would go to my classes and I would half do stuff halfway all the time. I wouldn't really complete it. And I knew it was something wrong when I had went through the hardest part that was supposed to be in my major for the first two years. And after that, it was easy. This is how I knew something was wrong. This was the easy part and mm-hmm. I couldn't even get through it. I was like, this don't make sense. This is supposed to be the easiest part of my major. And I'm not even able to complete a whole project. Like, my work looks terrible. Oh, my gosh. I had acne all over my face. Like, and I gained weight. (laughs) It was just terrible. And I was trying to figure out what's wrong with me. Like, I'll be talking to my sister. Next thing you know, I'll start crying. (laughs) Really? Yes. (laughs) I just did not know. And I started looking it up online. And I was like, at the end of the day, school and finishing it was important to me. So I wasn't going to stop doing it. But I looked up something called walking depression, which is you still doing your daily duties. You just depressed. (laughs) And when I realized it's what I had, I was like, Okay, I acknowledge that I have this. Now I need to try to find a way to get over it. I had decided to drop my major, like completely drop out of my entire class. I remember having to go get that little list. And at first I was like, I'm just going to drop my major, like my actual studio class, and I'm going to finish out the rest of the class. Mm-hmm. But then it, I was thinking to myself, it makes no sense if you're trying to get rid of something, you're trying to be better, you can't just cut half of it off. Because you're still going to be holding on to it. You got to get rid of the whole thing. So once I was able to get rid of the whole thing, drop all my class, I started feeling a little better. And then what I also did, some people say write in your journal. I did video like journals, if that makes sense. What I would do is like once a month, I would record myself and see how I was doing, what I was doing, and how I was going to improve for the next month. And I did that, I want to say, for a year. And within the first three or four months, y'all, I was feeling great. And probably towards, like, eight months, I was a whole different new person. You made videos for a whole year? I made videos for a whole year. It was once a month I made a video. So basically 12 videos. But it helped so much because what I would do is I'd be like, well... I'm making this video because I want to feel better, but I don't know how, so I'm just going to talk it out. And I basically just talked about everything I had going on in my life, and then I ended the video with what I wanted to see improving with myself. And then for the next video, I will actually watch the first video, Mm -hmm. and then I'll be like, well, last video, 
I was just messed all the way up. But this video, y'all, feels a lot better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was progress I was making. I never heard of nothing like that. I didn't either. <laughs> I just did it. So I, if this helps anybody, you can also record videos yourself. Do just one, one a month or however many you want to. And don't put no time frame on it because time, like we talked about in the last one, you know, mm -hmm. there's no time on, you know, how long it takes you to get better. For me, it took like over a year really to completely feel a lot better. Yeah. So I don't know. What you want to add to that? About what you said, I'm kind of really tripping on what you said because like, <laughs> I think that's really bold. Cause a lot of people don't like to necessarily put themselves in a situation where you got to look, you're looking at a camera yeah. and you're basically talking to yourself mm -hmm. out loud about your problems. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm kind of like, wow. So you did it for a whole year, yeah, though. Whole year. <laughs> like, and what Alexis. helped with that, too, is that at this time I was living on my own. It was just me and Alexis. So I had my own room. I could just easily shut the doors and I had that space. Now, I know a lot of people don't have this type of time, but the way we have our phones these days, mm -hmm. you can honestly be in your car and recording yourself. That's true. You know, or if you don't have that, you could always, it's always a place. But like I said, you could always write it down, this too. Because I kept a journal, too. I still have a journal now. Where I would have you write down things if I want to remember and I date it. And that was another thing. I said the dates in those videos. So I knew when it happened. Which is crazy. But the bright side of it is that it did help. Like, because I could able to hear my voice. It was like talking to yourself. Like, basically, you your own therapist. Yeah. Unless, and that's another one. You can get you a therapist. <laughs> I was just about to ask. So what is your opinion on um, having... If you can afford one, I say get one. A lot of times it is nice to talk to other people, but at the same time, y'all, you can't tell everybody everything about you. Depression is, I don't know, it's its a crazy thing. It really is. Like, could you think of, like, maybe why people we go through depression? I don't know. I've seen more situations based off of, like, acceptance from others mm. or um, people putting their trust into others and then betrayal. You yeah. know, things like that. Yeah. I saw something on uh, Twitter and somebody was saying that, well, now we're at a point now where cheating is has become the norm because uh, cause it's so, it's just like we, we make a joke out of it. That's but true. a lot of people, and he was like, in real life, he was like, that, that stuff, it, it, it hurts. It hurts a lot because it, it makes you feel, uh, they say it makes you feel insecure. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel like, you know, that's betrayal makes mm -hmm. you feel like you're not accepted makes yeah. you you know you put a lot of, especially for folks that genuinely put a lot into something someone mm -hmm. and then it doesn't necessarily work out or you're being lied to or something like that yeah. you know but that's, there's all kinds of things even with your own family you know could be mistreatment or something like yeah. that mm -hmm. and uh i think depression sometimes depression comes from the the root of our parents yeah, I can see that too. Lack yeah. of households, mm -hmm. not being there's not two people in the house, so you might see your, you know, your mom being an addict, or your dad putting his hands on your mom, or your dad not being there, your mama mm -hmm. not being there. It's like I ain't realized how important it was that um, it's important that both of your parents are in your life. Yes. Because when you see, you know, how the men and women come out afterwards, it's like okay, you might have women. And I, they might be, like, maybe way beyond emotional than normal. 
but then there's men and it's just like without you know mothers they don't necessarily know how to love so it's just mm-hmm. like they don't know how to necessarily understand emotions and then it be it could be vice versa it's a lot of things that come into play it's a whole lot now as you said that <clears throat> excuse me um with depression too i learned that it just don't even have to be with dealing with other people right like it can be like actual things that you're going through mm-hmm. like it can be finances that's true like as cut as oh i don't have my stories of finances but for some reason that really was never my depressing moment my depressing moment was when i just wasn't happy with what i was doing in life it's just to me back then it was like really i thought i would be depressed if i like was having a baby and with a guy and he just like did me dirty (laughs) but no it came from me being away from my family like in in school and just not wanting to do it anymore but afraid to let people i didn't that's what it was it was that failure thing Mm -hmm. like other people saying you know dang you went to school and you didn't even go for what you were supposed to like yeah i was standing by staying firm in my um my major like, all the time I kept hearing a lot of people, they were starting one major and then they'll switch to another. And I was like, that's not going to be me. I am going to stick it out and I'm going to work it through because I know what I want to be. Yeah. But at 18, and this is another thing that I found really, really crazy. At 18, you're supposed to automatically just be an adult because of the age is legal. Mm-hmm. But I always feel like you have to grow into adulthood. Adulthood just don't happen on your birthday. Right. And I think that's where a lot of times we make it the mistake of, you know, treating or, or expecting people to act certain ways and treating people certain ways because of the, the number right. that they are. Because there's people that's my age, if I feel like should still be kids. Yeah. <laughs> and there's people who are like 15 and 16, and you like, oh, I thought you was like 25. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so mature. When we try to live up to certain things and be all we can be, I think is when we can really find depression too when we beat ourselves up and just put too much pressure on ourselves. Yeah. I was a real, that's what it was. I was a, a big time perfectionist. Everything had to be right. And if stuff wasn't right or perfect, I would stay on it until it looked perfect or until it went right. But it wasn't until my depression where I like bagged away from wanting to be perfect so much because we're human. Exactly. We're not going to be perfect. That's true. We can try as much as we want and we can expect people, even though we shouldn't expect it from ourselves, but we always expect other people to be perfect too. We shouldn't. And that was one of my downfalls when it came to me being depressed. So it's a lot of things that can go into depression, stuff that you just just wouldn't even think about. Like people getting depressed over their kids. Depressed over their kids? Yeah. I don't understand how many times I see or hear parents talking about my kid is just stressing me out or they start going through mental breakdowns over their kids. Mm. I'm like, wow, you brought this person in this world and they got you like down in the ground. And a lot of times we can say, you know, I'm, this will never happen to me. I don't want to be, this will never happen to me. I'll never get depressed because uh, I know my mind and I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next thing, you know, you look up and you're like, dang, I'm down <laughs> so how did you go from like being like, in a, under a depression to being a perfectionist? I never heard of like not from a depression. I went from sensitive from being sensitive to, to being, being a, a perfectionist. perfectionist. Wow. Yeah. 
And I didn't realize it until I just said it. Because I'm like, something had to take me out of being so sensitive. We we move in stages in life. Right. And if you go from being a nice person to a mean person, there has to be a transition. You don't just go, you just wasn't always mean and you wasn't just always nice. Like, I wasn't just always sensitive and I wasn't always a perfectionist. There was something that, that happened that made me go from being sensitive to being a perfectionist and then to being depressed and, it's, you know, so and so on. And I think with that it comes experience and it takes time and it takes us really trying to get to know ourselves. I wouldn't have been able to do all that I'm doing here if I didn't have the time to work on this. <laughs> I got you. You know? I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, about transition? Mm-hmm. I mean, oof. You think it's important? I mean, you ain't, you really don't have a choice. I mean, it's kind of like if you, you can't be in one spot forever. I think every year is supposed to be different. Mm. Like, you can't you can't spend one year and you're like, okay, this whole year I'm going to be sad. And then you tell, <laughs> you, you tell yourself, alright, next year I'm going to be sadder. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't think that that's even... I'm like, that's, I don't even think you should just do yourself like that. I know people do and it's, I, sometimes that's hard to understand because mm-hmm. it's like, why wouldn't you? You got to take yourself and move forward. You know, I know a lot of folks that struggle trying to transition mm-hmm. because of the thought of feeling like they're going to be in this place forever. Yeah. But it's like you can't you can't hold yourself to that. You know, everybody can transition. I think with the minute you, you make an effort or you try, because it's like things don't happen. They don't happen overnight. You got to go in, you know, you got to do something to make it to where you can better your, better yourself. Yeah, that's true. I think also, this is funny, I'm thinking about this. It also helps to have people as motivators. Like, and as as I just said before, how some parents get depressed on their kids, sometimes the kids can actually be the helping, you know, the motivator for, you know, parents. Yeah. Like, I always see how... But then also, I don't want this to be an excuse for people to have kids because it's like only when I see a lot of people say having their kid is what changed them as a person. Like, it's good that they change as a person, but to me, it's like, dang, it took you to have a kid. Yeah. It took you to have more responsibility to change. And I respect that. But then at the same time, I'm like, dang, it took a whole life. <laughs> that That's is a crazy. lot. I be wondering about that too. I'm like, man, so, like, you think about the folks you know, and it was like, I here living like a whole savage. <laughs> a whole savage. And then they have a kid, and it's like, now you just, just mellow as the sky is yellow. Yeah. That's I would really love to hear a parent's story. Like, if you are listening and you are a parent, whether you're a new parent or you're a a parent of so many years, I would just love to talk with you about parenting. I think that would be a really good one. Or to have just like, you know, because I got some friends that got kids too. I would love to talk to them too about that. Because that is, I don't know. But some people have always been motivators. It just may look like they didn't start getting their stuff together until they had a kid. Yeah. (laughs) That could be that too. But for me, I don't know. And then too, sometimes I think about that because I feel like a lot of times, when I didn't do certain things that, you know, my parents may have been like, man, Shade, why didn't you do it that way? They kind of, I always have, I always found myself saying, 
it's not like I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just me. Yeah. So be fine with it. Just me making this make mistake. It's not that I'm taking me along with my kids or whatever situation with me. It's just me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And then when I think about depression, I've heard some of my friends say, you know, I was depressed. I was going through this. And it's like, wow, we all go through it. Mm-hmm. That's we all go through it, but sometimes I don't think we really talk to each other about it. No, we don't talk enough. I think that's that was the big that's the biggest issue because we don't we don't talk. I think sometimes it's out of uh, I feel like it's all because of just being judged. Yeah. Like sometimes some things we go through it can be repetitive, and you know people keep on being in the same situations and things like mm-hmm. that, and after a while they're like. You know, well, I don't want to feel like uh, I got my parents talking to me (laughs) or I don't want to feel like, you know, people are on my ass, Mm -hmm. you know, because of my decisions. Because some of us, we don't we're not aware. And some of us, we're completely Mm -hmm. aware. And we just like, you know, I'm going to do what I got to do. And it's it's my life. So I'm going to do what I do, whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And I think we just the more we talk about it, the more people can find themselves to be comfortable and the more we can grow out of it it's a lot of people our age that are depressed some folks don't even necessarily have reasons they just feel it yeah that's that's scary that's really scary to not know why i think is well and then too i think we do know why we're depressed i think we just we don't want it to be that reason why we're depressed can you see that that way like Hmm. sometimes it could be the person we with but because we may have loved them so much, we don't want them to be the reason why we're depressed. We just like, I know I'm depressed. Low key be knowing that it's this person that's causing me to feel this way, but at the same time you like, no. It's not this person that's making me feel yeah. this way. Or it may be a job. Oh my gosh, I know so many people that cling to their jobs like it's the last thing on earth. And I guess because I've had so many, <laughs> I don't have that same relationship with the job. Like, no matter what job I get, or however long I stay on the job, mm-hmm. I could never be like, this job is just like my life. And I do understand that there's some people who have jobs like that. Like if it wasn't for their job, they really wouldn't, you know, just have much for anything, much yeah. care for anything. I get that. At the same time, I'm just like, that job, I am just a number. <laughs> That's true. I'm just a number. I don't care how small or how big the company is. Unless it's my own, I know that I'm just a number. It's same things that goes with schools. I love to learn. I like school. The detachment that we have to things that could lead to a depression, but at the same time, we don't want it to be that thing that we have invested so much into. Could there be um, people hiding behind certain things or people to where they don't have to answer the stuff? I'm more like putting it out there I'm not necessarily I don't have an answer I'm kind of just putting it out there like could that be the case that could be a case like staying busy you know like a lot of times we the first thing we do we like we're really busy we have issues and then we just but the minute we get along it's like oh man like I can feel yeah I can feel going into a depression do you think that too is why some people say they can't be alone yeah, that's something that, that depends. Cause you know, some <laughs> folks they just genuinely mentally feel like they just should not be alone at all. Period. Mm. Sometimes that could. I think that's like after a while. That I don't know if that could be depression, 
anxiety or like abandonment. I don't know what that mm-hmm. could be, but I do. I've heard a lot of people say stuff like that. And then it's like after a while, you'll see those same folks just starting to pick people out just because they're very convenient. Mm. Like, you know, you might, you know, it might be certain folks and they might, you know, dudes end up in your DM and it's like, well, he did say I look good. So I guess I have him come over. Oh, no. And it's just like, okay, so you riding off him saying you look good. Yeah. Uh, like, I guess we got many more guys to come. Because it's like, I mean, damn. What's your option? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of folks that live like that, too. Like, you know, the minute you somebody gives you just the slightest attention, mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, you know, I want that. And then you ask, and it's like, okay, so what is this? Where is this coming from? And that goes right back to what did this start back when I was, you know, with my parents? Uh, Or is it the fact that I had one situation and all of it plummeted at this point? mm -hmm. And then it's like after that, we're people, we're all just in this search where it's just like, okay, like, what am I looking for? I think constantly because that goes into like, you know, when you bring folks in your life, giving yourself away. It's like a lot of people can't handle having multiple partners and stuff like that. Because that stuff, honestly, if you're not mentally prepared for that, that can really cloud your mind. Mm -hmm. So then when a person, whether it be friend or relationship, actually comes in your life, hell, you won't know who. (laughs) You won't know good or bad. You'll be like, all right, well, this is just going to pass. And then you'll miss out on it. That is true. That actually that makes a lot of sense what we looking for that i think that plays into depression a lot of times we don't know what we looking for we can fall into some things and it could just be the worst thing ever yeah and to me i think that's what it was to you and a lot of times you could be so focused on one thing that when it doesn't happen mm-hmm. that could oh that, that's a big one that's a big one and i think that's Oh, oh, that's the one I had to go through. <laughs> Do you feel like uh, when it comes to having, like, actually going to a therapist and then having friends that you could actually talk to, like, which one would you personally say you would rather do? I would honestly say going to a therapist. Because you got to realize, as our friends, our friends wasn't there from day one, like, right. when we came out the womb. Mm-hmm. It was whoever brought us home. And a lot of times, you know... We can all say we cool with our parents, but our parents still don't know everything we've ever done. (laughs) And when you come to being like hanging around your friends more, your friends only see that side of you that that side of you when you're a little bit free when you're around your friends. When you're around your parents or employers or other professionals, you are you are somebody else. And you can't give somebody that part that only half of you and then only talk to them and they only see that half of you. And they only get your side of the story. That part is, and you gotta think of it. Your friends, all of us come with judging eyes, you know, judging ears. Yeah. We may not vocally or uh, say it, but we still, you know, we we judging things based upon what we've taught, what we've learned, and what we've experienced ourselves. And then here's a friend that we've loved and we've accepted from what they've given us. Right. And when we go, they go into telling us about themselves and what's going on in their life. We're only judging it based upon what they've told us they've gone through, what we've seen them go through, and then our own experiences. A therapist 
has talked to so many people, has studied so many different things, and they are coming like on the blank slate. They don't even know who you are. Right. They are going based upon all these things that they've learned from other studies, and then you are another person. So it's because we all are searching for something, and we all, you know, a lot of times don't know ourselves. And we don't know who we're going to be in the next five or ten years. We can write down and make all these goals and plans of this is where I want to be, but that's not necessarily who you might be. You might be bigger than that, or you just might be in the same situation. The thing is, you really have to either just take it on, and that's the hardest part, I think, is facing yourself. That's true. That's what it is. You have to face yourself, and a lot of times our friends are not our mirrors. Our friends are just the next person standing by us or standing with us in it. Right. You can't really just expect your friend to be your counselor. <laughs> That's true. And a lot of times I do feel like I am a counselor, but I really don't say anything because I'm not coming trying to judge my friend. I'm just basically telling them you can do anything you want to do. And if you decide that this is the end of it for you with oh boy, go ahead and leave him. But if you turn around and go back to him, my friend, I'm not gonna say nothing because I'm your friend when I'm supposed to have your back and I'm always going to be here to support you no matter what. Yeah. So you need somebody that's going to, you need yourself first, but you need to hear a different. And then therapists are not going to be come back like, Oh yeah. Agreeing with you and everything. You know, as friends, we want to agree with our friends. Exactly. <laughs> a therapist is not going to do that at all. So that's what I think. I think write in your journal, or go see a therapist if you can afford them. I find that I find that kind of interesting, and I think because you're right about the therapist part, that there are you'll find that people find themselves solving their own problems mm-hmm. because a lot of times I don't know if you I'm pretty sure you actually have been through that where somebody calls you and then you didn't necessarily you didn't even say anything you honestly just like literally had just was holding the phone. They did all of the talking, and then at the end, they like, well, thank you. It really <laughs> said a lot to me. And you realize, you be like, honestly, I didn't say anything. Yeah. You did most of the talking. Right. I just on the phone. Mm-hmm. And they end up solving their own problems, and they yeah. start figuring it out. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's very often where people find that kind of friendship, but when you end up having like that whole patience and understanding where you know issues don't make you look at people and be like wow this this motherfucker stupid yeah. you know mm-hmm. it makes you see things different yeah cuz i i myself heard some crazy stuff <laughs> and been like man like oof yeah like just sitting there more like listening like so, like more like what would you do what happened mm-hmm. you know how would you feel not on a I've never been in a place where I'm just like man you tripping are you yeah. crazy or something mm-hmm. like that except with family now. Family, <laughs> you need to get it together now family I ain't got time for this be family. <laughs> that's the thing too when it come to family and a lot of times your friends can be your family members or you know you've been with this friend for so long in your life they become family so you are we will be harder on them yeah. <laughs> Get My family, I'll be like, hey, now, look here. <laughs> look here <laughs> got time for Get this. together. But I think that, that also can be kind of bad, too. Yeah. Because you got to look at, this is a sensitive, you know, situation. Man. A person don't want to be beaten. Depression is when you're beating down on yourself. Right. A person don't want to be beaten down on anymore when they already beaten down on themselves. That's true. So, 
it's a it's very 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 fragile topic but it's also something that helps people grow like we have to find ourselves at those moments and we have to like you know just pull up those what they call bootstrings time up and keep moving or something like that but yeah I, oh i also wrote down before i forget because i think this was really really helpful and kind of like brought stuff together you know, a lot of times people get depressed when they just handling too much at one time. Yeah. And then, like, last time we talked, I was saying how it's funny how people will say, you're doing too much, but you can be a brother, you can be a sister, you can be a wife, you could be a CEO of a company, you can be a coworker, you could be a friend, you can be a mother, you can be a father, cousin. You got all these different relationships, and relationships are work. You got all these things that you are handling at one time. So you can actually do more than one thing in life. To me, it's just doing too much of the wrong things that can really, really make you, you know, bad. And then not feel bad. And it's not even doing bad things like, oh, I'm doing something illegal. It could be doing something that's not for you. Yeah. That could, you know, really make you feel depressed. But if you are doing a bunch of things and they are great things for you, then you won't fall into depression because we we can handle so much. We are all multitaskers. We can all handle a lot of pressure. It's just that when we start finding ourselves doing stuff that's not for us, is that when we find ourselves, because that's what happened to me. I was doing things, a bunch of things that just wasn't for me. I mean, honestly, that's true. I just feel like don't do anything to fill a void. Because mm. I feel like a lot of times... We just do all kinds of stuff, just trying to just trying to feel feel complete. And I also feel like you know, sometimes as people, we notice when somebody else is trying to fill a void, and we'll still take from somebody mm. because of what's being offered, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think if we started more, you know, speaking on it, calling folks out about it, mm-hmm. not necessarily being disrespectful, but being like, obviously, you trying to fill a void, you know, it would help a lot more if we just accompany others and just speak because mm-hmm. we not we never speak on it, especially like when you're sitting there and somebody's trying to go, you know, one minute you might be smoking and he'd be like, and then no, no, a lot of people don't do that. But there are people that do. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, this isn't cutting it for me. So I need to switch it up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, you know, you take that. And after a while, it grows to you. You switch it up. There was some people, there's people that were doing, um, some folks that do heroin so much. So they start having, they started sticking the needle like in their toes. Because wow. they done already, they done used up their veins. Like every part that they can think of, you know. Wow. Yeah. That just sounds painful when you said that. Like, you're just trying to... Just I was like, ouch. Every, trying to find, like, the next man, because they done already used mm. every last part, just about almost every part of their body, to, you know, just to catch a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, catch a high. You know, same way, same way with folks that, uh, you know, they might fool around with folks. Mm. Or there's some folks that go and they just stay so completely by themselves like we gotta surround ourselves with people. Some folks don't know necessarily know how to do that, yeah, because they don't know how to deal with the company of others. And sometimes we yeah. we are so ignorant ourselves that we we do stupid shit <laughs> at wrong times. Like you know, 
it's very wrong times. <laughs> but you, it's important to stay around positive energy and keep yeah. folks around you that you know genuinely cares about you. Yes, I think that's the highlight. Don't just surround yourself with people just to surround yourself with people. Positive people, people doing things. Yeah. Because I honestly would rather be by myself than be around a bunch of people that ain't doing it. You know. Yeah, that's true. But it's also fun. <clears throat> I mean, good to get out and have fun. Like, also when you get out with people, it don't have to be calling up somebody saying, "Go with me here." You can go to a movie. I've been to plenty of movies by myself. And I was in a theater room full of people laughing and having a good time. That's like, true. you don't have to necessarily feel like you by yourself. You could go there by yourself, but you don't have to feel like you by yourself. I will say, though, eating at a restaurant by yourself is a little. <laughs> but if you know how to eat, eat your food, okay? And do whatever you do, be on your phone and read a book. You never know. You might be looking across the table and be somebody else eating by themselves. So. Would you sit with somebody that was eating by themselves? No, I, I still wouldn't. But I wouldn't feel alone <laughs> at that point. At that point, I'd be like, hey, it is somebody else eating by themselves. Uh... <laughs> I don't invade people's privacy when they eat. I'm telling you, as a person who loves to eat, if I'm sitting down somewhere eating by myself, don't come over and sit down. <laughs> don't come over. Well, they don't go I mean, people something. can be nice and I guess try to sit there, but if I don't know you and there's food on the table, I will not be paying attention to anything you say. Food will come first at that moment. I'm sorry. But <laughs> okay. no, I see people do that. I think it depends on your environment too. If you have the type of environment where people are just friendly like that, then I guess go for it. But But you would you consider yourself a friendly person? I am. But it's funny you said that because as I get older I notice that I am still will always be nice. It's just hard for me to be mean. But I notice I cannot tolerate as many personalities as I used to before when I was younger. Because hmm. when I was younger, I feel like I could get away with it because I was a kid. Now that I'm older and I'm an adult <laughs> and I can speak up, yeah. <laughs> I'm more like, okay, let me keep it moving. Like my, my tolerance for getting things done now is, is a lot different. Like, yeah. That's the only time I, I can feel myself getting snappy. <laughs> okay. I feel like... um. Sounds about right. I'm I'm not too fond of uh, bullshit myself. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, I don't know. I don't like folks that are just that be on some old shit. They're just I'm not with it. Extra. I don't like it either. Like the dis well, more like folks that are just straight up disrespectful and don't mm-hmm. have no reason to be. Mm-hmm. You know. But I I'm pretty. I'm really good when it comes to good vibes. Yeah. You know what? I can say this though. This whole year. I thank God because it seems like everywhere I've been, I've been blessed to be around some really good people, like their vibes, their personalities. It's just really genuinely nice people. Like in the past, I've come around some evil talking people, like some real crazy folks. And yeah, I'm like, I don't know what it is about this year, but I think it's because I'm turning 27. And for some reason, I feel like at the age with the sevens, it's like this this world, this, this something opens up and I'm able to see clearly and all these good things start happening. Like when I was 17, I graduated a year early from high school. And it was that time, like my last year in high school, where I got all this wisdom and things were just looking clear and I could, it was just great. That's the one time I felt that. And now I'm feeling it again when I'm about to turn 27. I don't know what that's about. But really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. 
The number seven, I love it. <laughs> okay. That's a little interesting. That is. I don't know how that came about. But I guess we reached the end of the discussion. Did you want to add anything? Well, I mean, overall, just remember to keep positive people around you. If there's somebody or people in your life that are, that really gives you good vibes, you know, that keeps you in warm spirits and people that you truly care about being in your atmosphere, don't hesitate. Keep folks around you. It's important because a lot of times we don't we don't keep we don't continue on with love. We always have a stopping point or we start running folks off or we overthink a lot of things and it's unnecessary. We don't have to be too negative about stuff. Just remain positive, you know, have faith. If you are feeling some type of way, you feel like, you know, depressed and you want somebody to talk to, if you just Google, because Google is our friend, depression hotline or, you know, online crisis, I see a bunch of stuff, um, hope line. You just type it in, just go to Google. We all got it on our phones or go to your computer and just look it up. You'll find it. And then also just talk to somebody. Just let somebody know how you feeling and let it be somebody who really cares so they can reach out and find resources too. But um, go ahead and put your, your links out there. All right. Again, that's Facebook at uh, Dominique L. Turner Rambo, Instagram at DLC2013 and Twitter at Rose Tweeted the D. And I am your host, Charday. Uh, you can find me at SLF underscore entertainment on Instagram, as well as Fascinating Paintings. Both are on Facebook as well. And go to characterstear.com to, you know, hear more of the other episodes of the podcast and just to see everything that I'm doing. So thank you for listening, and I hope y'all enjoy We will be back, hopefully, with a group next time. <laughs> I know, right? Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a comment and share this episode. You can follow me on Twitter at charactershere and learn more at charactershere.com. And remember, don't be a stranger, be a character. Be a character. Be a character.